Today we are continuing with part two of our conversation with Wilson Howe, founder and CEO of Simrock. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to do so and be an agent of transformation in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Bold Care, your host, and this show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping you take the next right step in your business and in your finances so you can avoid costly mistakes and be prepared for the next transitions in your life and the next decade and beyond. So you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or going to thrive1110.ca, that's thrive1110.ca. Obviously, you can catch up um, on this podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, etc. So we are continuing our conversation with Wilson Howe. If you haven't listened to the first part, you should go back and listen to previous. You can stay here for today, but I strongly suggest you go back and listen to the first part of our conversation where Wilson really highlighted what he's doing, what Simrock is. And um, uh, you you may want to, uh, if you are able to invest, invest in Simrock. Uh, so if you're able to, um, to go back and listen to this episode, you will learn some fantastic things that Wilson shared with us, even with his upbringing in China and the challenges that he had um, as he uh, was looking for ways to, to thrive and actually ended up immigrating with his wife to Canada. So welcome again, Wilson. Hi, brother. <laughs> All right. So we will continue right in with the story. And um, so you land in Canada. No money with your suitcases, no job. So how do you go from that point to now being the founder and leading Simrock? It's, um, it's really amazing looking back uh, what has happened for the past years. Uh, when we landed here, 1998, um, didn't have anything um, it just, it was just, um, I, I remember the days I just really didn't know how the uh, future would look like. We had no idea um, what would happen um, and and the steps we would need to take to reestablish ourselves. We didn't have children at the, in those days. And so, um, but I remember the um, the first few days when we arrived here, then the, uh, um, we, we got to know a friend and, um, and uh, the friend actually mentioned that there's a there's a church that you know there's a Chinese church that speak Mandarin Chinese with well you know which we we speak my wife and I and um, and uh, they talked to my wife first and, and they say well uh, why uh, why don't you come to church um, and uh, and there you know you may meet some new people and learn about uh, things. Uh, things that around here and, and know someone and most of my wife actually went to the church first and she went there a couple of times and, and she came back she said Wilson it's just so nice and to mm. you know 
know people at the church and they're very nice people. And you should come with me next time, next mm. time. And I, I said, uh, probably not. I, <laughs> 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 I, I told my wife, and I said, um, you know, I, I understand that people go to church are good people. I don't think <laughs> I'll do <feel> well. <laughs> so, uh, uh, later on, well, I, I did, uh, you know, eventually I did go uh, with her. And then over the years, I learned that church is not full of perfect people. It's people that who recognize that they actually they need help. They so, need so, so one of the reasons you didn't want to go with her to church is that you thought that, yeah, church is for the kind of people who are not. Is that, is that what you thought? That's right. Yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I wouldn't be my, my type of person, but, uh, mm-hmm. but I was completely wrong. Um, mm-hmm. um, it is, um, um, uh, so, you know what, actually the first time I went to, to the church and I sat down mm-hmm. and, and listening to the, the uh, worship songs um, right at that moment, the f- very first time. And I, I was, I had tears in my eyes hmm. and I, and I didn't understand. Um, I just had a sense of peace, uh, love, um, the creator's amazing power. Hmm. Feeling, uh, in me. And I, I was in tears and I couldn't stop. And I still remember that very vividly. Mm. Uh, so worship songs to this day still has special meanings for me. And I can always remember that moment I was touched by the spirit. Mm. Um, our life was, uh, was challenging still um, over the, you know, when we got there and we um, um, got into China, got here in, in Canada. But uh, over the years, gradually, um, we, my wife, and I were baptized in year 2000 and our firstborn Daniel was born in 2000. And then two years later we had Andrew, our second uh, son. And uh, um, once we got to know the Lord, our life started. Hmm. And I do see his guidance through, throughout my life. Although it was a very bumpy road for me. Wow. <laughs> so many years. Yeah. Wow. So, so, Okay, so you meet someone who invites your wife mm-hmm. to church, and then you come at a at a different time to church, and you are touched during the worship time, and uh, your life starts to change. You get baptized. Uh, you arrive in nineteen ninety eight. You get baptized in two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the year where your first son is born, mm-hmm. and uh, two thousand two, your second son is born, and uh, during that time. How is the integration happening um, in Canada, uh, in the marketplace, for example? How how is that happening? It was um, for me. It was challenging. So I'm um, uh, I was trained as engineer uh, in China, uh, as you may be aware, uh, to practice engineering in Canada, and there is a process for assessment, and uh, especially for foreign uh, trained professionals. Um, so you either go through a series of exams, uh, with, um, you know, with experience validation, uh, or you, you, you take, um, um, more education here locally, um, in other So, uh, I thought I was smart enough. And so I took the uh, exams, I took a bunch of exams, uh, <laughs> um, mm. early days. And it took me a few years to actually get through the exams. It was very challenging for me. Mm. I could 
had to um, try to do um, uh, do some work, whatever job I could find. Um, the most labor type of job, I drove forklifts and uh, do the different type of work, um, and just to get by. And I took um, I took the time to read um, and, and prepare for the courses uh, at night. Uh, so it was quite challenging. Um, and uh, I did some take take some courses, and uh, um, and the the. The jobs changed a few times, and eventually got got back into my profession uh, for mechanic. Wow. Yeah. wow, wow! So during that time, not only you had to study and get ready for the exams, but at the same time, you are uh, trying to adapt to a new country with new babies, and uh, because really they they only about two years apart, so uh, new babies and uh, trying to provide for your family, so doing manual types of jobs like uh, driving forklifts in uh, in uh, plants etc so wow that's uh, you had to do what you had to do mm-hmm. god ble- god blessed that mm-hmm. and so you are finally able to enter a job in your profession mm-hmm. so so how how did that go for for your wife or Anne uh, during that same time obviously she was uh, probably mainly focusing on the kids, but I, I don't want to assume that. How, how did it go for her in, in, in parallel? Yes. Uh, so my wife is also an engineer. Uh, we actually went mm. to the same engineering school. Um, mm. uh, that's how, where we met. My wife and I met in the engineering school back in China. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. After we moved here, she thought, um, uh, she thought uh, maybe engineering was not the, the best Fit for her for a while, she thought maybe learning something else can be easier uh, to get a to get a job, and she tried to to do uh, to learn nursing, uh, but it, it didn't work out for her. Uh, but um, um, then uh, um, she actually uh, found out that uh, uh, engineering is is slightly different, and it was uh, um, she actually took a master's degree in engineering uh, with mm. University of Alberta. Uh, that worked really well, uh, and she mm. uh, she really enjoyed that too. Uh, she ended up back in engineering profession, and she actually really enjoyed that. Um, there was a boom in the oil sands area in the Fort McMurray, and we sort of caught that wave. Both of us uh, caught that wave, and we worked in the same company for a few years for Suncor Energy. Uh, we're very wow. grateful um, wow. in the engineering in our profession. Wow! So financially things were starting to be better because you both had uh, stable uh, jobs in your fields mm-hmm. in a booming industry. Uh, financially, things were going well. Professionally, things were going well. And uh, so you mentioned in the previous episode that really you started this this um, path of Simrock around 2014. So, so what led you to going from your whatever position or positions you occupied to, to saying, Hey, I want to start Simrock. Mm. There was, uh, some changes I didn't plan. <laughs> I didn't plan. Mm. <laughs> so life uh, quite often is uh, full of these surprises that, uh, you know, it's quite different from how you plan, uh, mm. yourself. Um, and I, uh, looking back, it was very interesting. I have to say that, uh, that was beyond my, own capability and to plan for these major steps and major changes. Mm. So we were mm. quite happy working in the oil science area. And there was the oil science boom. There's there were large projects. Um, you know, work was plenty. Uh, income level was was good. Um, uh, then 
during that time, um, something happened. Uh, one is on my personal life. I was working hard. I was excited about all kinds of opportunities. And I think there's something not quite right with myself during that time. And I didn't quite realize at that time either is I was starting to see, uh, to be curious of how much I can do with my, with myself. Hmm. So instead of um, focusing on the Lord's guidance, I was starting to see that, oh, you know what, maybe I can do, I can do well. I can work hard. I can achieve things. I'm curious how far I can get, you know, on the career, uh, you know, things like that. You know, I was starting to look at um, my personal game hmm. a lot more. At that. And I was pumped by some of the things that I could achieve. And I was... I was just looking at myself more than I should. I, um, mm. That was a time I w was working even harder. I was working mm. longer than 10 hours a day and I would come home and I felt like I wanted to have another degree. Um, and so I picked up an MBA program and I was doing part-time MBA with University of Alberta. And so I would read my books after I come home late uh, after a long day and then I would read my books till midnight uh, to study mm. uh, sometime you know, into the morning at uh, two o'clock and then I'll get off and, uh, and go to work at six, you know, before seven or something. It's just... Um, I was, I was going after something that for myself and that like, I'm not very proud of, I'm really not proud of. And that was a time actually I started to see, um, and I was gaining weight and I was, um, didn't have enough sleep and I was in maintaining a healthy style, uh, on eating exercise. We not, I was not balancing that. Um, and, um, and, uh, I was di diagnosed for diabetes. Wow. Type two diabetes in my thirties. Uh, my family physician wouldn't believe it. He uh, wow. had these symptoms I'm experiencing. I said, "Well, could that be diabetes?" He's like, "No, you're too young for that." Uh, but then he ran some tests, and, and sure enough, I got diabetes. And that was wow. um, in my um, uh, in my thirties, and I felt like it was I was just going off fast in my career uh, area, and and, um, and that was a surprise for me. Uh, Wow. A few years later, I started to look at the life differently. I started to look at the work-life balance and spiritual life, uh, uh, and I started to think about that too. Uh, hmm. And I so looking back, I say, "Praise the Lord for diabetes." Because <laughs> 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 that, I wow. wouldn't uh, think about changing. And so I started to look at the changes. Um, then close to 2013, 2014, things start to change in the oil, oil and gas area. That was a time um, you probably heard of the shale, shale oil, shale gas. Yes. Major change during that time from the yes uh, 2007, 2008 ish to 2013, 2014. There is a rapid growth of so shale. Mm. shale gas and that really changed the energy energy market and the shale oil and shale gas was from the project perspective is was was mm. easier and more efficient for the capital during those years uh, so investment mm. going through the oil science projects started to dry up uh, in 2014 and the company canceled many projects large projects wow. including the projects i was working on and i started to yeah. see the change coming uh, that time uh, in fourteen, um, in the because of the competition of the job market, um, cancelled projects and people get really nervous. And I start to pray, uh, and I see maybe something will change. Um, and um, and sure enough, 
uh, sure enough, in 2014, I got laid off um, because the company ran out of big projects to to manage. And at that time, by that time, I was I was one of the project directors. Uh, Mm-hmm. Oil Sands Company, and, and to this day, I'm very grateful for all that job experience I had. Uh, but that was a time I started to recognize that the life uh, will change at that point. Wow, w- w- Wilson, we will take a quick break. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping you, Christian entrepreneurs and professionals, discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. Wow, Wilson, so you, you really went um, from knowing God and following Him, being baptized, and then Entering in this career that matches your job and, uh, sorry, your profession. And then at one point you started drifting away from really the true essence of, of your faith and who you were. And, and you wanted to push your limits further. You wanted to see what you could do by yourself, how far you could go. You started pushing and, and trying to acquire other uh, education and uh, very, very heavy days and uh, uh, unhealthy diet and, and lifestyle. And and then, boom, the diagnosis comes in your 30s that you have diabetes, type 2 diabetes. And it forces you to start, to start reconsidering some things. And then we come to the early 2010s and... Uh, you see a shift coming in your industry, oil and sand, and uh, and all, and all of a sudden, because of lack of project, lack of funding, you get you lose your job basically. Then what happens? There's um, a period of time when I got laid off, um, and all of a sudden, I started to question about myself, um, who I truly. Who am I? Because um, for a few years when I was working hard on my job, I was getting into a situation that I was defining myself with my career, with my hmm. um, with my achievement uh, at work, and these, um, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm no longer that that project guy. Um, hmm. I have no projects hmm. to manage. Um, all of a sudden, I have. Uh, this undead identity issue with myself. <laughs> so mm, for a few yeah. months, yeah, there is, a, a, and the industry was for a few years or, or you know, there whole, whole bunch of uh, project people were laid off and uh, there are many are looking for jobs and I could not uh, find it. Um, and I, I was, um, so I had a few months time and I was really thinking uh, about myself. So what do I do? Um, and that, um, and that's the time, you know, I'm actually quite thankful. That's a time that I was able to quiet down and start to get closer uh, to the Lord again and start to seek for some guidance again. And um, and at that time, and I also felt that I really need to rely on Him because I have no idea what I would do. <laughs> to, <laughs> Uh, we're not, mm. uh, the challenge is different now at this point. It's no longer food on the table or, you know, mm. overhead. 
um, we were blessed with uh, you know materials and over the years and the good years and so we we did have all those material blessings so I was not worried about the food paying the bills and that's a different challenge point is mm-hmm. more about what you know what's the next phase and 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 I, I I do feel at this point that I need his guidance but I'm not quite sure how that's sh- showing up and I and I'm not sure if he is going to lead us into something. Um, I, I was not sure at that time, at that point. And I, mm-hmm. and I prayed, I prayed really hard. Uh, and I prayed, I, I kneeled down and I prayed hard. Um, and um, at that point, I was gutsy enough, I actually asked for a sign. I said, uh, Lord, if you, you are going to lead me into my next chapter, a sign mm. and I was I was brave enough to ask for that um, mm. and that weekend uh, when I prayed and that weekend I went to church and then our church uh, our Chinese church have um, kind of a joint um, uh, operation with, uh, with the English speaking church and we all belong to the Baptist uh, church uh, kind of big family so the English church uh, has two pastors uh, the lead pastor is Jeff Edward, and um, and uh, the youth pastor is Kara Wilfley. Uh, at that time, we 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 didn't know each other that well. Our church just started operation in that location, uh, and Kara didn't know me well. And uh, Kara is a, a pastor, a youth pastor. Uh, she is um, mm-hmm. she just uh, uh, she's such a good sister. Um, anyway, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't know me well. I didn't know her well. And when I was going through this tough mm-hmm. period, uh, do, do, when I was laid off, I didn't talk about it uh, at church. I didn't, certainly didn't talk to the pastors. And uh, and uh, mm-hmm. and I was uh, seeking for the Lord's direction in my heart, in my prayers, but I didn't talk to the pastors either. So they, none of them knew that. Uh, Sunday after my mm-hmm. prayer, I went to the church. And... Um, um, and my kids went to the English church side and for Sunday school. And after our church, I went back to their church side. And when I opened the door, Kara just opened the door on the other side. And then we would just, you know, run into each other. And she said, one thing she said, Wilson, I, and she knew my name, but we didn't know each other that well. And she said, in my prayers, I sense that um, God has something for you. Um, hmm. And I was... You know, I got the goose goosebumps. <laughs> so mm. I was, um, 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 so yeah, that was oh, wow. You know, so so I, so then she explained to me. Uh, she said because uh, she has a morning uh, devotional, um, and uh, in in her, uh, in, in the in the. That morning, I think she uh, or that week, and she actually uh, had an image of me and and uh, and a Bible verse was was wow. she had this wow. image and she said she struggled with that because she didn't know me that well and she didn't know the particular meaning either was that verb so she mm-hmm. she said well here's a verse and we sat down and shared it with me you know i uh i was just so shocked so shocked because uh, um wow. that's exactly what i asked for uh, i was asking for, asking for a message that that to know that he is he cares about me and he's in control bold let's get practical from what you shared wilson what really is striking in this 
part of the story is is how we can have a tendency as human beings to get lost. We have a certain level of success, things are going well, and uh, and uh, we forget necessarily we forget where who this God is, who is our leader, who is our Lord. And we try to take things into our own hands and and, and run with life and accomplish great things without mm. having him backing us. So we, we take off and then things happen. I'm not saying that's why you were diagnosed with diabetes, but like he said, all things, he makes all things work for the good of those who like he loves, uh, who love him. And, uh, and so he used that circumstance to bring you back to more intimacy with him. And also the situation of losing your job to bring you back into intimacy with him and showing you, I'm your father, I'm still here with you and I'm going to guide you. And, um, and uh, is there anything you want to share right now with, with this part of your story that you want people to grasp? And I, after realizing that he really cares about us and he is truly with us. Even when we were really struggling, I started to see life differently. I started to see that his trying to purposely find his guidance uh, more than more than just what I want to do myself. And I, um, the, our lives are not just our own. The Lord died on the cross and to, to save us. And I just went over the last few years, I really felt more and more about that. Our lives is no longer our own. And my, in my case, um, uh, so with the diabetes, by the way, uh, after many years of diabetes, uh, last year, late last year, um, and uh, through the uh, prayers uh, and devotionals, and, and I was praying about myself too, and uh, myself too, I said, Lord, um, and I, I'm willing to change as well. And what about this diabetes? <laughs> mm. It would be nice uh, if you know if it can get better. Mm. Um, I was looking at my medication box, and you know, it was morning, evening. I had different pills, and uh, I was. I thought, wow, you know, I, it would be so nice to so I don't have to rely on the medications because yeah. my medication mm. was the list was getting longer, the dose was getting higher, and it was uh, my situation seems to be. Uh, getting worse um and the doctors would say diabetes type 2 is progressive it's irreversible and i prayed about it but then i realized that mm -hmm. and, and i felt that the lord um sent uh, a sense that if the lord is reminding me there are things that are actually there's self-discipline side there are still things i can i should be looking at and i realized that uh, okay well there are things that are healthy lifestyles uh, you know i um you know i should look like look at uh, so diet exercise and intermittent fasting, and I have to say that fasting is to Christian, uh, to Christians. There's no nothing strange about fasting, and I just find so mm -hmm. such benefit with that. Uh, anyway, so with uh, a change of lifestyle, and I I was surprised to see uh, I, I have stopped uh, medication for six months now. But my indicators are better than the days I took medication. So um, by that, it's almost like gone uh, with the blood sugar level measurement. I was so surprised. I think that the, the Lord is faithful. He meant really well for us, even when we had those challenges. And, um, and through, through all these bumpy, the, the bumpy road and all these experiences, and I realized that I can really trust him. Trust 
in God. Dare to ask him questions and be ready to listen because he'll guide you even for your physical healing. Even for your physical healing. So I pray that you receive the direction you need right now to be healed. I pray that you receive the direction you need right now for the next chapter of your life, just as Wilson did. And God didn't fail him. And uh, we have been really, really blessed with this powerful story, Wilson. And uh, I want to say, go out there and do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. Make sure you do it. Trust God. Lean on Him. Listen to His directions. And your life will be better. You will know this God more intimately and who you are. So praise God. Wilson, thank you again for being with us. That was a real treat. And uh, I'm sure you have been blessed. Reach out, thrive1110.ca. Tell us how you've been blessed by Wilson's story. And we'll be here next week, same time, for another episode of Thrive 1110. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.